behind those, Amelia's Jewel picking away through, Cascadian's coming down the outside, Amelia's Jewel out after Ironclad, Amelia's Jewel hits the front, and Walshie's West Aussie Wonder Philly has won the Northerly, Amelia's Jewel scored mate. from Ironclad or Cascadian. Uh, taking her on to us, so we get to see her for the first time in the Eastern States, she'll be heading to the home of racing, I think, in this country at Flemington on Saturday, and a trainer, Simon Miller, joins us. Simon, good morning to you. Morning, Gareth. How are you going? I am well. They tell me you were like um, John Bon Jovi or, um, I don't know, Eminem when they arrived there at a press conference before their rock concert there at Flemington today. Um, you're a popular man. <laughs> yeah, it's a good problem to have, isn't it? It means you've got a fast horse. So hopefully um, they're all wanting to talk to me on Sunday. Are you enjoying this? Has it surprised you with the amount of attention that your mare is is drawing at the moment? Uh, it's not, Gareth, only because I've had uh, like barrier trials, I suppose, with the media, because when she burst on the scene as a Karakata horse, uh, she caught the attention over here. And then uh, from there, each prep, the media got stronger and stronger. So I, I knew what I was up for this time around and... Um, Good problem to have. Yeah. Um, like one, mate, one day the phone won't ring. So, um, but it's she's a beauty. Like she's, and I suppose a lot of people over here um, really want to get to know her or know as much as they can because she she hasn't let anyone down over here. You know, she's innocent until proven guilty. And I've been lucky enough to know you for a long time and you've been terrific with the media and you do go above and beyond because you, I think you understand the importance of trying to promote this game. Um, and you've done that superbly with Amelia's Jewel right throughout her journey. Um, how much do you take that into consideration where you, you, you owe it to the racing game in a way to promote the game because it makes the sport better? and not just for the now, but for the future, if you can get new people in the game because of your mare, but then the fine line where um, you've got to make sure that she doesn't have too many appearances or does she enjoy um, having the cameras in her face? She loves the cameras, but uh, she's very funny. She gives you five minutes. And yeah. that's it. Uh, every time it's hilarious. When it gets about the five minute marker, um, She's just like, right, I put me away, I'm done. So, it's, But she'll give you whatever you want in that five minutes and then she's out. So it's hilarious. How has she settled in? She's at Nick Ryan's day yeah. at Flemington. Yeah, settled in oh, just so good. Like, I mean, you know, you've, your first part's a flight and you hope that they travel over good. And then the second part is they've got to settle in. Well, she travelled over beautifully and attacked the feed bin as soon as she got off the plane. So it's been smooth sailing and then um, had a nice piece of work this morning. Oh, that's exciting, mate. So, what are you expecting from her first up in a Let's Elope on Saturday? She's forward enough to win, but I've still got wriggle room. You know, I haven't properly screwed her down, and, and she's got, um, you know, bigger fish, and, you know, so I'm trying to aim the peak her at her third or fourth run in, and then, then we're away. But, you know, her coat's still got improvement to come. It looks good, but knowing her, we've still got improvement there, so... We've still got wriggle room from a lot of different areas, so that's probably the, the pleasing aspect. But she'll equip herself well, and, and looking forward to Flemington too. You know, like it's a big straight where yeah. she can just wind up through her gears. And like it's, we love Ascot, but she with her racing pattern, she's probably you would think that she wouldn't be an Ascot horse. She's got no other um, 
Op- she's got no other choice in WA, but Flemington looks to be her track, especially with her turn of foot, and she can put her head down and really get into her gears. She doesn't have to. She doesn't have to swing off a a bend and, and trying to build momentum around the corner before she heads to a straight. Yeah, that's probably what I'm really looking forward to Saturday. Exactly that. You know, you can just balance her up and then let her rip and, and see if she's even quicker on in a straight line as opposed to cornering. So. Um, and it, I'm just looking forward to Saturday. Like everything's gone perfect so far, and, and even the weather. Like, yeah, it's, it's, like, it's crazy. It's been 25, 26 all week. So she'll get, it, she'll get it on a good surface. Yeah, it is. Yeah. So you haven't forgotten where you come from, have you? I know some people still think I'm from WA, um, and I only lived <laughs> there for three or four years. But you've lived there for more than a decade. But you're a Melbourne boy at heart. You, you, you grew yeah. up in the Caulfield around the Caulfield 100%. racetrack. Melbourne, Melbourne boy, buddy. Oh, so yeah. born and bred on a racetrack at a young age, was punting on all the non-tab meetings and the bush meetings, which was thoroughly enjoyable with my uncle when he was booking. And um, my grandfather was a good friend of Bart. So um, yeah, it's been a good journey so far. So I remember. So the first trial that she had, Patrick Carberry showed her the whip, and she he didn't he didn't give her one. Um, behind the backside, but on the backside, but he, he, he just showed her the whip and you could see her just accelerate. It was, I, I love watching that trial. Damien Lane um, didn't do that in a way when he rode her at Belmont, but what did, what did he learn from her that day when he when he had a chat to you behind closed doors? Uh, he learned how casual she is. Yes. I thought that, did uh, you want to see her do a little bit more that day? It, Oh, look, visually I would have. Yeah. Um, but then I had a tracker on her uh, and the data came back and she'd run a stronger 800, 600, 400, 200 than she did at Lark Hill. Oh, there you go. Um, yeah. And, and recovered quicker. And the, and the track was soft at, Lark, at Belmont as opposed to a good deck at Lark Hill. So visually to the eye, it looked like we didn't do enough. Uh, but sectionally she was fine. So that, that's her asset, you know, like she just makes things look so easy. So, do you expect her to win on Saturday? Would you be disappointed if she doesn't win? And do you feel that pressure now with the boom on her that every time she steps out, um, people, I think, expect her to win? Yeah, yeah I, I, I don't feel the pressure. I think um, I've said it before. I just, I just go to the races and I trust her and I know she'll deliver and I go there as a fan. So, I don't have any pressure on me. And Pete and Annie, um, they don't put any pressure on me. So... It, it's really it's enjoyable going to the races with her, but um, you know as long as she's spearing through the line, mm-hmm. then we're on track for for our bigger goals. But um, yeah, with what she's done so far, she'll go she'll go close to winning. And you probably have a similar feeling, or you know what Mark Walker and David Ellis are feeling at the moment when they've got a superstar and everybody wants a piece of her. Um, you've got that dilemma with yeah. Amelia's Jewel. Do you go to Melbourne or, or Sydney? <laughs> and I haven't asked you this question yet. I know he'd be proud of you looking above, um, but you used to go to Dean Lester a lot. What would Dino do? Yeah, well, oh, well, I remember before he passed, he said yeah. to me, um, now, if you go a Golden Eagle, you're not running in the Everest. He said, you can do the Everest a year later. He said, it's too taxing. Yeah. He said, it's hard. You know, she's a filly turning into a mare. He said, you just pick one. You don't do both. So uh, when we got offered an Everest slot, we knocked it back. Um, because we thought we'll, we'll aim up at either a cox plate or a golden eagle. I mean, if you if you go on the golden eagle, then 
you know, the ideal thing is to burn around in an Everest, but, um, you know, we'll do that in 12 months time. Yeah. Um, so still no decision. Yeah. And you'll make that, is it still after you're sticking to the process after the stut stakes at Mooney Valley, whether you go to a, a, a Turak, um, Johnny O'Shea says there's a box there for the King Charles and then to the Eagle, or you stay in Melbourne and go to a Cox plate. Um, when do you make that? Yeah. Is, is that, is that the, is, are you still sticking to that process? Yeah, hundred percent. So we'll make it. We'll make a call after the um, stock stakes, and Frosty can help us, and we'll just figure out which way we go from there. Um, you know, if you're running a Turak, then you you still got the option of a Golden Eagle or a Cox Plate. Um, if you go up to the King Charles, you'll probably stay there and run in a Golden Eagle. I don't really want to be putting on the truck going up and back on up and down the freeway. So um, yeah, we'll see. We'll, we'll figure it out on the fly. Yeah. Um, how long? Are you, what's your? Have you? Are you bringing any other your stable stars here? Oh, I had I had one I was bringing over, but um, I've lost my number one seed back at Perth. She's got a throat infection, so I had oh, to put no. her out. So I was spilling. Live to tell. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, I was going to possibly bring her over for the Coolmore, but um, that's all right. She'll come back, so I'll just raise her in the order. So what happens with her now? Do you, so she she that throat infection just rules her out for. For the the whole spring. Yep, done. So yeah. uh, we're treating her now, and she'll actually go to the paddock this Friday, and then um, I don't feel comfortable sort of putting her in the work to play carnival um, when she's coming off a trade infection. So I thought like, oh, I'll just leave you alone, um, and we'll just reap the rewards in the autumn. But um, you know, she's she's a bloody good filly, so you're disappointed you missed the carnival and potentially could have come over here, but. We'll do something with her in the autumn. Yeah, so what's your... Do you stay in Melbourne? Like, are you up and back um, to Perth, um, Perth to, from Perth to, to Melbourne over the next month? Yeah, I'm up and back. Oh, Siobhan's over here looking after her, and she rides her and knows her really well, so it's a, um easy fit. So I just fly in and out. And Obviously, this week I'll stay for the whole week. I flew in last night, watched the gallop this morning, and then just keep an eye on her all week, and then I'll get back Sunday. Have you got any winners for us coming up this week in, in Perth? Um, oh, we're sort of just idling at the moment. We're just waiting for, for um, Ascot opening day, October 14th. Start, you can really follow us with confidence then. I think until then, um, we'll be around the mark, but we don't have any morals, but we'll be around the mark. Yeah, and do you think that have they got the seasons right there in Perth? Do you think you should start Ascot a little earlier? Because like, it's been a long time now, Belmont. It's been difficult to really get excited about and trust that track, the poor old thing. Yeah. Belmont's in, in trouble, but it was always going to end up in trouble because for two years we took uh, all Bunbury's meetings while they were doing the new oh, track okay, there. Yep. So there, was, there was going to be a tipping point with Belmont, and unfortunately it crashed and burned in the early part of um this winter, so you know it is what it is. We knew at some stage this was going to happen, and it, and it just happened early. But historically, Belmont's been awesome, and, and Brock, our curator, he's at the gun, um, and he's actually got some different plans moving forward. Okay, how we'd like to do Belmont Ascot as well. So, um, yeah, he's always, he's very he's always uh, thinking about how we can better the game or. or or the industry over there, so he's got some nice ideas. Now, after this race at Mooney Valley, I want you to be inspired by this, Simon. Play Ollie. 
The winner is Sydney, Australia. <laughs> I, 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 want you, I want you to have a media conference and deliver it like that for us, can you? <laughs> <laughs> That's brilliant. Yeah. The winner is Melbourne. Yes. Are they, I've always, is that a slip of the tongue? Nah. Oh. I'd love to say you. I'm a Melbourne boy. You better watch our digital team. They'll run all over that. Simon's declared that he wants to stay in <laughs> Melbourne. Hey, mate, we wish you the best of luck. We can't wait to see what your mayor can do. And the let's elope, and um, it's going to be a lot of fun watching her. She's probably, I think, the, the, nearly the biggest narrative he- heading into the spring anywhere around the country. So we wish you the best of luck. Thanks, Karen. Great to be on. There we go. There's Simon Miller, nine thirty-eight. Let's take a. Is it the news or the break? The news. Um, geez, we are running behind time. Let's take the news. Imagine what you could be buying instead. For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au.